Welcome to another episode of Spoil Radio. I'm Reese. This is Dan. I'm breaking the fourth wall. I'm Declan. <laughs> <laughs> so much in this movie. So much. I I was like, okay, I guess I guess we're going straight for it, you know? So which movie like, are we doing? Enola Holmes. We're doing Enola Holmes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Better start off with that. Yeah, good good job. This week we're reviewing Enola Holmes. Uh, and spoiler warning. Uh, we do uh, spoil these movies from like start to end, pretty much. That's kind of how this works. Yep. Uh, and yeah, so let's get straight into it. Mm. Man. I like this movie a lot. Yeah? Yeah. I thought it was fun. Uh, I thought it was shot really, really well with a shitload of haze. So <laughs> Every room is a special yeah. haze. Yeah. Um, yeah, even I, inside had haze yeah, near the a, end. <laughs> Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> sort of a mist issue they might want to look into in the home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is there a fire <laughs> on Mycroft might be sorting it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, look, I thought it was an interesting take. It's basically just Sherlock and a younger female body. That's pretty much the movie. Um, in a way. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. there is more to it than that. But Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of sort of feminism stuff involved in there as well. But um, no, nah, I thought it was good. I uh, hope they make a sequel, which I hear the... There's one in the works already. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'd say that's the crux of the film. Mm. The, you know, the... Um, it's, like the it's, like the, it's like the Philosopher's Stone, really, though. Like it's, yeah. It feels like a table-setting yeah. movie to me. Yeah. yeah. And there is a lot of books, I think, if oh, I remember so it, correctly. Oh, it is based off books, is it? I'm fairly sure it is. There you go. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is like a series of books. Um, yep. By Nancy Springer. Mm. Uh, the Enola Holmes Mysteries, which follows Sherlock and Mycroft's um, younger sister. Yeah, yeah, Nancy Springer. Oh, so, yeah. yes. That's interesting. Um, I did find it, you know, the um, the love interest, what's his name? Uh, oh, oh, he has such a weird name. To, yeah, to, to, I, to, to, I, to yeah, I can't to, remember how to say it. Yeah, because like, she was like, talking about him, I said, like, what's she saying? To, 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 to Kestbury, to Tewksbury. 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 That's how she pronounces it. Tewksbury. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know Struggle. I don't know if it's my old ears, ears or something, but every time she said his name, I go, what the hell is she saying? Because she says like a long realized, version of it. Yeah. She says like a, like a I don't vicar, know. Vicar Tewksbury. Yeah. He's not a vicar. He's like or, the, What was it called again? He was the Duke or something, wasn't he? He's not a vicar. Oh, I'm going to have to do my research. Vicar's like a priest. Well. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was like a yeah, weird name. Vicar. 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 Yeah. Vicar of Tewksbury. Yeah. Yeah, it was it longer was, than that. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was way longer. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, look, I, I uh, actually seen them two work together. I think um, Millie just shed all over him in the acting department. Yeah. Um, mm. She's didn't really, really talented. I didn't, yeah. I sort of, t- I don't really like the romance subplot of it, to be honest. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, felt like movies of yesteryear. Yeah. That I felt we'd moved on from, but yeah. apparently not. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, it's true. It, it did feel kind of like she was pining for for like him at some points, like you know, yeah. and it was kind of weird. Declan, um, yeah, I I thought this movie was okay. Um, oh no, better than okay. It was it was like pretty good, but um, yeah. it's I just I think I'd wanted a bit more from it going in. Maybe mm. I feel like it just. I feel like there was a lot of potential there that didn't hit. And like I said, I think maybe that's because it is a table setting mm. movie. But I thought it was pretty thin on mystery, which was like... Yeah, super some, weird on that which, front. Which it was like supposed to be. And um, I, 
even though I feel like he was underused and uh, like the interpretation of him was different to what we've seen in more modern interpretations, I thought I, f- I just felt like any time that Henry was on screen as Sherlock, mm. you just wanted to see Sherlock do Sherlock things, and he didn't mm. really do that. He was kind of like held back, mm. and I was kind of like. I think I'd rather watch Sherlock solve this mystery. Do you know? Do you know what I mean, though? Like, yeah, I, was, I get it. Well, yeah. I I also missed the whole, like the super like OCD, crazy madness. That's what I'm saying, though. It's, that's what I'm saying, though. It's it's not that interpretation of it, though. I know. Yeah, he's a classical. He's, a, he's more the classic yeah. style of what Sherlock was in his original novels. Yeah, like just I, this, yeah. Well, Jimmy, there's a set basically. of because actually the um, the people who run the estate for the home stuff all the like the copyrights and that actually suing Netflix over this film oh, really? because supposedly uh, Sherlock wasn't this friendly. Right. This is literally what they're suing him for. The, he wasn't this friendly within this time period. And he was a lot more of like, he didn't have so much feelings quote unquote. And so, so they're he, suing him because uh, like within this time period of Sherlock's quote, like quote unquote life, you know, he was, you know, not the nicest well, bloke. That's interesting. So it's weird to think that, like, you, you look at it and you're like, yeah, sure, like, this is a different interpretation of Sherlock, mm. but he should still be a little harder or a little bit more, like, I don't know. I think they had to have him be the way he is. Yeah, for the film, yeah, for sure. Too cruel for the. For well, the already girl. you feel he's a little cruel at times. Like, he, well, thankfully, Henry Cavill has that has those moments where he's able to be like. Look, I'm sorry. I really want to, you know, help you, but I can't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It just seems like I, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm so used to seeing Sherlock. Mm. But it's be a different. Like it's crazy. just a different interp- It's a different interpretation yeah. of the character, really. Yeah. Yeah. So that is what you're saying is they have to pay rights to use that name. And well, then they, they state when something about when those books were written or something. Yeah. I can bring up the actual article, but they state that w- the time period that he was supposed to be in those books, mm. he didn't have as many feelings towards things. So he wouldn't have even looked at his it, sister and been like, but I'm even going to help. But he's different to, but he's not the character that's in the books really. He's just like... He's not. No. He really isn't. That's the difference. Like if you see it, he's the, the character that he is in the books is, he doesn't, he's like a sociopath. Yeah. He, like he just does what he does because he's really good at it. And he doesn't really have much feelings to anything. They've kind of—I feel like they just tried to do like he's just like a—he's just kind of a straight-laced dude that's really smart kind yeah. of thing. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Well, it's more of a kids' friendly thing. That's what they're aiming at. That's why I Definitely. mean, that's why they've cast Henry Cavill too, because he's got kind of like that kind, he's charming, yeah, charming nature about him. So but. charming, like the dude. Like even in this, where I'm like, I don't know, I don't really think there's much for as, as we said at the start. There's not much for him, so yeah. it kind of makes it feel like. Mm. I don't know if Henry Cavill could do Manic. Nah, I don't, I don't know. Think I, I've never seen him try to do it, so no. I, I, he I'm, can. We know I'm happy can. to be corrected, but I've never seen him. I've never seen him do anything outside of his sort of like shtick. Like, we, we know he can cock his arms like shotguns, and we, and we, that's, yeah. <laughs> we know he can break people's necks too. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the the things we know he can do. <laughs> no, because I, I, I thought I thought he was really good in the The Witcher. Like I thought that was a nice yep. sort of sidestep for him in mm. terms of like he was a little bit doing something mm. a little bit different but mm-hmm. still kind of being what he was kind of thing but yeah. I yeah. mean he could be mean but but he's still he just seems he's still lovable he works yeah. well he's, he's, he's a, just got a pretty face that's the thing yeah 
he works well as having a character that has no like isn't supposed to feel anything but comes off like you like him anyway mm. and that's why he's so good in the witcher yeah he doesn't even have to like he has to act but not like a lot <laughs> like he just has to be like yeah mm. and then like <laughs> you're like i still like the guy i think i, th- <laughs> I actually think i think it's his most sort of like act- i actually would say that it's the most acting he does because i feel like he's being the least like himself in that role mm. i feel like in this he's just being himself in this in this show like, he does feel yeah, like have you seen man from uncle no nah, i haven't seen that. oh man that's incredible yeah I really, I really liked it. It's, it's really good. It's a lot of exposition. Yeah. But, but it's, yeah, it's good. Fun film. Yeah. But, um, Guy Ritchie's good. But, oh, yeah. Oh. yeah, I kind of just found like this movie was like, I don't know. It's just, it's watchable, but I don't know. I don't know if I'd go out of my way to watch it again. I'll mm. probably watch the sequel when it comes out if it gets good buzz. Yeah. <laughs> or if yeah. we have to do it for this podcast. Um, <laughs> quick question. Yeah. Just, I'm, I'm not that much. Yeah, clued into Holmes sort of lore, but Mycroft, isn't he doesn't he become Sherlock's enemy later on? Because from the T V no. show? What's that? No, the, in No, no, they're they're constantly he and the, it's hinted at a bit in this the way they communicate with each other. Yeah. But they're constantly kind of like Mycroft works for the government. And you think about Mycroft's character as kind of like the um straight lace, do things by the book kind of thing, whether it's Sherlock Sherlock's like a independent detective yeah. who does just I, goes out of his way to sort of break the rules to solve cases and things like that and it kind of it kind of causes Mycroft headaches i think oh, okay. i think his dan's job. just getting confused with Mori- com- moriarty oh moriarty that's the yeah. word yeah, yeah. so uh, Mycroft yeah, is more like yeah. a he's like a it's just more like a you know um odd couple kind of yeah. thing mm. who plays in the um sherlock holmes the films um, I think Mycroft is played by Stephen Fry. Oh, really? In, in the one, um, the Sherlock Holmes, like the Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. One. Ooh. I think it's by Stephen Fry. He does a really good job in the second movie. Yeah, I haven't watched the second one. As Mycroft. Yeah, it's really good. Is it the, the second one, the one that got the running through the, yeah. the woods? Yeah. That was a freaking hectic scene, man. Yeah. Um, no, I, I mean, like, I would say the same type of thing. Mm. I, I enjoyed the film. It reminded me of movies like... It was fun and easy to watch. like... Old movies like Nancy the Spy or something. I can't Nancy remember. Nancy Drew. Nancy Drew. They like, rebooted that last year. I think. Same yeah. style. Or Har- yeah. Harriet the Spy as a child. Yeah. I remember that movie. Mm. I feel like Indiana Jones at points too. When they try when in the start of the third one, when they do the young indie thing, it kind of felt uh, like yeah. that to me. Kind of a little bit. Yeah. Just I, the vibe, the general vibe of it felt like that to mm. me. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't mind it, but I kind of do wish it had more like clues and things mm. the most enjoyable parts when when she got out her mum's like puzzle box yeah yeah it's cool eh? and started playing with the puzzle box yeah i wanted like, more mystery stuff and, yeah yeah mm. more stuff like that and the mum's i found the, the investigation of what happened to her mum more interesting than the um the tewksbury yeah, yeah the whole mm. I, this was like a i don't i didn't really care about the tewksbury character that much mm. no <laughs> the, the whole revolution the suffragettes you know, I liked that idea yeah. more than, but I mean, I think for going back to your, your thing where it's like Dan's thing, I'm pointing at Dan, <laughs> uh, where you're like, you know, this is a kid's film. Yeah. You know, so like talking about the suffragettes is way more like, how do we actually, you know, converse about this for a child? Yeah. Well, they than... made it pretty simple. They just kind of simplified it to, oh, if this kid votes yes it's going to annoy a lot of old people kind yeah. of thing <laughs> pretty much that was it it was yeah. like it's going to make it's going to make the uh 
It's going to make other people allowed to vote. Mm. Yeah. More people allowed to vote. Mm. And that was it. And the mum was like planning a terrorist plot basically is that what pretty much she was like protest she was a protester yeah, she was ready to the... she was ready to blow shit up basically yeah. is what it was saying mm. yeah so yeah it's pretty it's like a hard uh what's the word it's a harsh sort of story for a kid to get their head around it's interesting because yeah. i was actually watching when i was watching it um i was thinking the way that they break the fourth wall just the general look and vibe of it, I was like, this reminds me. I don't know if you guys watch the TV show Fleabag. Yeah, it's the same director. The same that's director. Thing. Mm, yeah. but, and that's such an odd choice because I don't. If have you watched Fleabag? No, Fleabag is such an adult show. I don't, it's just <laughs> such an interesting <laughs> yeah, choice. To, yeah. It's amazing. It's one of. It's probably one of the best TV shows I've watched in the last like five yeah. years. It's amazing. Yeah. Mm. But um, yeah, just an interesting choice. I thought. I, I, I and like, Millie I, Bobby I, actually produced the movie as well. Yeah. I think though by produced, I have that feeling that by produced, it's like Netflix is there going, hey, we got this thing and, you know, we think we can turn it into a franchise. Mm. You want to slap your name on it, you know? And she's like, okay. (laughs) That would be it. She's pretty, like, she's only 16. She's like lightning in a bottle kind of thing at the moment. She's got that, um, like that sort of young uh, Julia Roberts or young Reese Witherspoon yeah, that sort of vibe I actually feel like young Kira Knightley vibe like yeah they've got that yeah. more eccentric kind of yeah. like vibe about her I think yeah kind of like Kira Knightley like bend it like Beckham yep. era kind of thing yeah. yeah I guess yeah I can see that or even but she's got that face it? where it's a lot more friendly yeah Some well that's what Kira thing. had in her young days yeah. and then like she made she she actually veered away from mainstream yeah. Like after Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. she kind of took a different turn, mm. which is cool. So it'd be I interesting to see what Millie Bob does. Ages, I even think, I know they're pretty similar in age still now, but then they are and they aren't. I even think like Hayley Steinfeld. Like you think of mm. when, back when she was doing, um, shit, what's the movie with Jeff Bridges? Oh, um, bloody hell. The one with the Coen Brothers one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, yeah. True, True Grit. True, True Grit, yeah. yeah. You think yeah. True Grit, the, like her expressions in that, mm. in that remind me a lot of like the... I think in this movie, it's good. Like in, in Ola Holmes, it's good because Millie Bobby Brown mm. kind of overdoes the expressions a little bit, which is mm. kind of... It's a kid's film, mm. you know, like, you know, young she does. She is very... Like her expressive. face is just very expressive. She's yeah. like that in Stranger Things too, mm. really. Like, but she, but I find in Stranger Things, she pulls back lightly, which is good. Like as an actress, it's good to see that she knows that there's, so, there's plots that have to be pulled back a little bit. Mm. And there's like films like this where you're like, we can ham it up a bit more hmm. we can add a little extra so i think yeah she's got a good um good uh range range and also yeah she knows where she wants to go hmm. she's an intelligent young girl yeah i'm yeah. i'm keen to see her um progress a hopefully she gets some, some media roles when she gets older yeah it's cool hope she natalie portman's this shit you know like i think like natalie portman's the one person i think all the time that came out of everything as like a child actor and just ripped like she yeah. just went hard on everything she did so i would say i feel like natalie portman does have some moments where you can tell she just doesn't give a fuck about being the movie she's in though star wars thor yeah. she's not putting any effort yeah. in those no, movies, man she doesn't she care was, at all she was good dark world she hated well she didn't want to be on that she wanted a female director for that movie yeah. to give her character yeah. more stuff to do what's yeah. that movie that sci-fi she did with um oscar isaac i still haven't watched that don't spoil it Gotta watch it. It's a good movie, man. Yeah. You seen that? Annihilation. Annihilation. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, it's freaking awesome. I like how straight away you're like, don't spoil it, dead. Yeah. It's 
Could it, yeah. hey, we're on Sport Radio here. Straight away. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, You'll she's, say it. She's, she's good in that. Remember that time that I'm friend with him as you do, J-Man, when, when, before last year, no, I was not. coming out and J-Man had not watched any trailers or anything. Like he's trying to, he went full dark yeah. and we're in that group chat. And Dan go, comes on and goes, just saw The Last Jedi. And James is like, dude, don't you know that I'm dark on this? And Dan's like, no, no, I'm not. Just let me say this. And it's like, dude, like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I can't remember. The guy's trying to go like full blackout on it. And you're just like, <laughs> did I say anything? I think you I just think... were like, oh my God. And he didn't want, he didn't want any impression or anything of what, <laughs> like yeah, anything. Any he just didn't yeah. want anything. Yeah. And you were just being, you were just being, yeah, you were being a straight oh, up jerk. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> you and you being, were like, you were being, that was a straight up jerk move from you though. Oh, I don't care. Why do you leave the group chat, man? I also, I think though also like, I'm, it is a, it's a shit movie anyway. It is jerk move but I also think he wasn't going to say anything about it yeah I don't know where this is going man he's a loose cannon <laughs> he's a loose cannon it's good to be random because you'll always surprise someone oh. that's a life tip for you guys out there listening oh Jesus um, looking at this movie yeah, what, are we, what are we talking about I don't know I don't know anymore we always go off the Richter uh, looking at this film no oh that's a bobblehead how cool is that oh, Christian Bowles is bobbing his head at me Whatever. Handbrake, bro. <laughs> um, Can you turn him around? He's annoying me. Not at the moment. <laughs> um, he's going to stare at you the whole time. Oh, man. Uh, I was looking at the name of the movie and I was hoping that they were kind of... I know this sounds probably not a good thing. I was kind of hoping they would go full Home Alone because oh. her name is Enola Holmes. So yeah. I was like... Yeah. I was like, will they just go home alone and just have people come after her in a house? That would have been, been a pretty cool plot. Fucking cool. Yeah. yeah in that like dilapidated house. Where she's like learnt everything. She's got like all her weapons and shit. Yeah. I would, I would have watch it. the shit yeah. out of that. Home Alone's, yeah. You don't like Home Alone? I can't watch it, man. Nothing happens until the last 10 minutes. Home Alone? Yeah. You don't like Home Alone? Oh, I would have liked it when I was younger, but if it's done every Christmas and it's like, oh, this is rubbish. Uh-huh. I can't watch that anymore. I'm an old man now. Lord Jesus. I want something with a bit of uh, substance. The movie has like a pretty strong uh, feminist message. Yeah. Like super strong. I didn't get that. Really? <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, so I was like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. every, every 10 minutes, there's a book popping up. <laughs> well, just like the amount of like, I mean, Enola herself being very, uh, she's good at what was at that time known for being male orientated things you know mm, mm. fighting yeah archery uh she didn't know how to do things like what was it in sewing or something they had a, oh, they had a name uh, for it yeah oh geez what was that um what's that called again uh like it's like when you yeah, embroider cut, embroider yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah she didn't know how to embroider things like that yeah how is it going to a, a school to learn to be like yeah and they're female? like you'll be happy because you'll, you'll, be free. you'll be married and you'll have two strapping young boys. Yeah. That's yeah. what she says. That's what Art Petunia, up. Up yeah, by the way. Yeah, Art <laughs> yeah. And also there's Madame Maxime in this. <laughs> oh, really? As the old grandma. His grandmother. Oh, yeah, it is. That's yeah. Madame yeah, yeah, yeah. Maxime. How's her scene at the end? That was heck. I mean, the fucking... Yeah. That was dark. Like for yeah. a kid's film, actually pretty... Actually, speaking of dark, 
We'll go back to the messages because it's important. <laughs> but speaking of dark, when she takes out, does a corkscrew on that that henchman. At the oh end, yeah, and smashes his temple, just fucking temple yeah. into oh, the, yeah. the pine cone. Oh, the pine cone. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god! Like you saw that like pine cone go legit into his brain. Oh, can I just say, big symbolism of the you... pine cone in the movie. Too. I love it. What's that? I love the, the pine. The pine she's got the pet pine toy. cone. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Something there. I don't know oh. what that means, but, but uh, can I just say, sentence? man, when you see. Yeah, you know, the villain's face. Yeah. When you see that guy in any movie, you go, yeah, straight away, he's the villain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just got that head. Also because he, um, he's just forever scarred into everyone's brains as the guy in Game of Thrones that was just with um that dude's daughters, Cresta's daughters. Yeah. 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 Like just having his way with them and drinking out of Mance Raiders. Oh. Or not um the Mormon skull. Yeah. He's <laughs> like just like the most <laughs> evil thing yeah, that's ever been on screen. <laughs> but it's just, it's, he's just born. It's that, it's that face. It just looks like he, steel. He reminds me of the Thin Man from Charlie's Angels. Yeah, the creepy yeah. Thin Man. Creepy oh, Thin Man. But his, but Crispin see, Glover. But Crispin Glover no. also. But he was also the the um, nice dad from Back to the Future to start with his career. Oh, so yeah. he kind of like wow. he kind of got a bit of balance going. This guy's just been fucking evil and everything. <laughs> everything. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh man, it's hectic. And then she has that moment where there's where she's like, you know, she says, "Who do you work for?" And she goes, "Who do you work for?" Yeah. She, she really like gives it at all in that moment. You're like, yeah. "Fuck, I didn't expect that." <laughs> do you reckon there was too many um winks to the camera? The fourth wall. Yeah, no, but like she's, I, I just thought that was, it was just overdone. If you watch, well, if, because of the movie. If you, if, but if you watch Fleabag, that they do it a lot, but it works in Fleabag because of the comedy. Yeah, and you're like, it's 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 more like <clears throat> about this, like a middle, like not a middle aged woman, but a, a woman, a single woman yeah. in London, kind of, and you feel like her mate. Yeah. As you go through things and uh, people say things to her and she kind of turns around, and she's just like, oh yeah, right, whatever, like that. And you, <laughs> it's like it's a good bit of like, yeah, yeah, like Brings break in. that barrier between yeah. the audience and the camera but this yeah. it's it's a bit it's it's or it does feel a bit overdone to me mm. at times because it's like mm. just everything that's happening it's like yeah like i don't mind the opening and and there's certain parts in it's fine which is mm. cool i thought it was great and, and it you know i think to me gives me more of a connection with anola but there's just some parts you just quickly it's like those old comedy sketches like um all of um laurel and hardy and that mm. oh They'll just look at yeah. the camera. It's like, oh, here we go again. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Like, there's definitely moments. I think you're right. The start of it was really good. Yeah, like, the opening had, was cool. Opening yeah. was really cool. Man, a shot so nice. I love it. Yeah, it shot really well. And I think even like the costuming is amazing in it and the production design. None of it felt... You never felt like it was too shiny or like mm. it wasn't, you know, mm. a, a, a part of that era. Well, the, yeah. the production design was phenomenal. Like when, yeah. when it was showing the busy old yeah, the London, London streets, awesome. I was like, yeah. oh man, there's like some mm. money thrown at this. Like, yeah. yeah. Even the effects, like when they when that um, the gunpowder thing blew up. Yeah. The thing all... which is running out. It's only like three or four seconds, but it just looked really good. Mm. But mm. the fact that like I think a lot of the time, those type of error pieces, mm. those time pieces are really easy to make look really bad. Yeah. And it's because they go too, everything's too clean. Mm. And in this, nothing feels like it's too clean. Mm. You know that. You know that when someone walks in a shop, they're they're tracking mud. Yeah. You know, and that's what it felt like. It yeah. felt like they're tracking mud. And then when they walk into some palace, some butlers come up and scrape them up from their shoes before. Yeah. They've walked through. You know what I mean? It always felt like that. Yeah. So you know when Anola's fighting that guy and she gets all muddy and shit, she gets all muddy and shit. Yeah, yeah. it was uh. good. There's um, I even liked how she even drew a you know picture of Mycroft. 
Oh yeah. And then when they shred away, she had that that picture there. That was pretty funny. But you notice, um, you know, when she was drawing that picture and um, Sherlock was at the bottom of the tree. Yeah. Did you notice the light kept changing? No. no. Oh yeah. So the wide shot, obviously, they picked the best the best takes. Mm. Uh, but it's interesting to see this on a production of this scale, like mm. you know, way bigger than what we've shot. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good to see where um, it looks like they've used a scrim for Henry mm. and some parts they haven't. You can see this the harsh sunlight. Yeah, right. Yeah, I thought, oh, that's pretty cool. Mm. So, wow. yeah, but the the person grading it did a phenomenal job because, you know, they matched the I didn't notice. Colors. Oh, see, there was actually, there were points in times, one thing I did notice straight off the bat, um, I actually said it to, because I watched this with my girlfriend. Yeah. I said to my girlfriend, the eyes at night, mm. they did a little... In the grade, they did a little circle around the eyes and pulled up the yeah. eyes. Yeah. But I never noticed that in other movies. This yeah. movie was really super prominent. Mm. Like at, every time you'd come to nighttime, they had what was almost like a, you could think of like a long hexagon like yeah. with like... Yeah, it's like a brush. Yeah, around yeah. around the eyes. Yeah. Anyway, mm. I, I just noticed it. Yeah. It was one of the things. Going back to like the yeah. feminist aspect to this film... I think this is a good representation for young girls, mm. like you know, coming you know, coming yeah. of age now. Yeah, it's a good positive young female heroine. Seems, yeah. to, seems to me, and, and as a man, I don't know, but yeah, <laughs> it but seems to, to, be, to yeah. like as an outsider perspective. Yeah, yeah. I think that you know, you look at it and you go, you know, obviously this is something where the mother's telling her she's going to do whatever she wants to do with her mm. life, mm. and that you know, no one's going to get in her way for that, mm. and it. You know, also that to fight for the rights that you're supposed to have or you believe you should have. And I mean, I think that's all that can really, like, that's the main message that can be taken from this mm. film, mm. pretty simply. And it's it's on the nose. Yeah. But it's, a, yet again, a kid's film. Yeah. 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 You ha- I think you got to do that for those type of movies. No, you do. I mean, yeah. Harry Potter's on the nose with all yeah. these things as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, it's and for this time period as well. These are the the um, pieces of literature and everything that have stood the test of time that were written in these eras mm. are ones that uh, went against you know the male dominated society of the time. Like we did that, we did Little Women probably a month or so ago. Oh, yeah. Now. yeah, yeah. That was you know about a female character who didn't want to subvert to the expectations of women in her time, and then. Mm. The other big one that everyone always talks about from the time is uh, *Pride and Prejudice*, the Jane Austen novel, which mm, is like yeah. about a about a woman who doesn't just want to marry for money and comfort, but wants to find true love and everything. Which mm. was like everyone, you just if you met a rich man who or a man that could like support you financially, you went you married yeah. them. That was like that was the duty of a woman back then, yeah. which is insane to think of now, yeah, you know. But odd. Um, yeah. and this is what this is what Nola's mum is pushing her away from is what Mycroft is trying to push her into. Mm. Yeah, through the whole movie, and she's not she's not programmed that way like the rest of everyone else it's not gonna work for her so a whole of her life she's been pushed um not pushed not even not pushed at all her mother's just just allowed her allowed her to be free yeah Yeah. to do what she wants and to everyone else especially mycroft they're like what (laughs) he's like what you've been allowed to do whatever you want yeah and she's like yeah and i've learned shitloads more than anyone else has (laughs) and then by the end of the movie sherlock Caesar as a protege. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what that's what I was yeah. like at the end. I was like, I actually do just want him to find her now so in the next movie we can get the Sherlock and an old uh, yeah, duo. Yeah. Cool. That that would be I'm interested in yeah, watching that. Yeah. That would be sick. 
I was I was hoping that by the end of it, he would be like, would you like to come live with me on Baker Street? Well, that's pretty much oh. what he was saying because he said, oh, I'll take her on as my ward. And Mycroft's like, oh, yeah, go for it. I'm washing my hands of her. Mm. Yeah. And he knows she was there because he found the little pinecone thing. So yeah. They, I think they're going to play... I think the next movie will be a bit of cat and mouse between them mm. where they're just constantly trying to one-up each other kind of thing, which I is cool. So. That's interesting. Yeah. I'd like to see that. Because I did I like mean, that when, when he was like... When he walked out and he found out she'd already solved the crime, he, he was laughed. like, he was like, yeah, cool. Yeah, she did yeah. well because even because she found it out like quite overtly, whereas he actually deducted it by looking at like all the just from looking at a newspaper. Really. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. um, then when when he's standing there with Mycroft and he says, Mycroft's like, she's outwitted you, and he's like, no, no, I think she's here. He's like, she'd yeah. be too curious not to turn yeah, not up. Yeah, to turn up. Yeah. yeah, he's like, she just won't show herself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it would be good that the sec- if the second film is like, okay, sure, they're it's just a, a second film that does what it has to do, similar to like what Chamber of, the, Chamber of Secrets did. Yeah. And then by the third film, it really does get yeah. into their relationship a bit more. Yeah. Maybe the case is about Sherlock going missing or something. Yeah. And then yeah, that'd be cool. And it? then she has to find him, and that's the kind of the outwitting. Yeah. Well, it looks like he doesn't have a Watson. No. Yeah. Well, he said yeah. it. He's because they're like, he doesn't remember. She's like, oh, I'm his, um, you know, assistant. Uh, assistant. Yeah. And, assistant. And he's like, yeah. Sherlock doesn't have an assistant. Yeah, so this like, university doesn't have a Watson, which yeah, is interesting. Cool. Unless it's too early. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I like too that at the start, they were just, she was just like, oh, my famous brother Sherlock, he's he's good at this, he's good at that, he's great at this, you know, so like listing all these things. Yeah. And it was kind of like a good idea to just cast Henry Cavill in it because he's just like, yeah, <laughs> just gleams like he'd be good at anything mm. kind of dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I noticed like that there is like the, the fact that she does have a few dollars in this movie yeah. Like yeah. the mother leaves her some money mm. and she goes out she she buys a few dresses like a decent amount in this movie because she keeps changing nearly every like yeah. 10 or 15 minutes yeah she goes from not wanting to wear dresses to pretty like comfortable in them yeah she seems Quite like quickly. she's pretty comfortable in them yeah. Yeah. yeah which is weird because at the start she's yeah very much so like mm. against it mm. i guess she, later on she's got to adapt yeah, mm. she's big but, on buying disguises. Yeah, that's yeah. part of that's a, like a Holmes thing, though, isn't it? Very yeah. much so. Yeah, yeah. Holmes. Holmes. We also talk about um, one of the biggest points in the movie uh, that sick treehouse. They had oh, good. Oh yeah, <laughs> what a setup! I forgot about that. I was watching with Lucas. I said, "Oh, would you like that?" I don't know. <laughs> Are you kidding? Oh, I'm a child. I <laughs> love it now. Yeah, he's, he's, he's at a stage. Everything you say is like, I don't know. I don't know. He just doesn't want to. He just doesn't cool. want to. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Like doesn't want to tell dad thing. that yeah. he's like. I would, I would take it in a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> take that. Put the old porn mags up there. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my. Back god. in those days. Yep. That's yep. Dan. That's, stand by me. Yeah. Stand by me. <laughs> oh man. How fun was it? Everyone that? had that. Well, I don't know if everyone had it. I wouldn't say everyone had it, but everyone hid some form of magazine somewhere. Yeah. Well. Actually, you guys are way younger than me. I bring this up on every podcast, but did you guys actually have magazines or was it just the internet? No, the, well, the internet was later for me. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it would have been like, well, the, the internet existed, it's, but I never went yeah. to it because it was always one of those things that was like, I'm scared that, you know, someone's going to look at my history. Yeah. And I didn't know how to clear it or do anything like that. Oh, man, I was back on it in the bulletin board days. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, man, you, and you see a picture light up like line like How did a printer. Nola Holmes dude, get, dude, <laughs> get us dude, to... Dude. And I remember printed out on a black and white inkjet printer of Pamela Anderson and I took it to school. Oh, And I was like the cool kid for a day. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> Holy shit. Ah, oh, man, it's funny. Oh. Oh. <laughs> anyway, back on track. Only Dan, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> Never hey, did man. anything. I never took any porn to school. I'll tell yeah. you that. Hey, mate. The big thing when I was there was when, it was when the Bluetooth was just starting to come onto phones. Oh, but I it took you. like 20 minutes to send stuff to each other. Oh, through yeah. Do you remember uh, the one where there was infrared? Yeah. And yeah. used to like... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, shit, what's that? <laughs> so bad. Anyway. Oh. Um, let's uh, go into the facts. Yeah. Will someone give me the facts. Will someone? Will f- can someone find me the facts? Well, I'll find the facts. Ready? There you go. Can you actually hear that? <laughs> well, I actually just did some investigating and Daniel oh. didn't actually find the facts. Yeah. <laughs> he found the craps. I've <laughs> actually just done some digging and I just found the facts then. So give us the facts. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> factoids, factoids, giving you these factoids. Put it in a rap, boys. Something with some crap noise. That was good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like that little. little did I, did I redeem myself? Yeah. yeah. Well done. <laughs> All right. Um, there is no reference to a younger sister uh, uh, made in the original Doyle stories. Yeah. Uh, some readers have speculated that there could be another Holmes sibling, citing the fact that Sherlock never mentioned that he had a brother until he showed up at Baker Street just randomly. Hmm. It's based on the Nancy Springer books, the Enola Holmes mystery. We know that from before. And although, okay, so this one here, although Sam Claflin is playing the eldest Holmes sibling, he's three years younger than Henry Cavill. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Which, wonder why. Sam Claflin, he's the bad guy in Nightingale. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Fucking good in that yeah, movie, man. Have man. You seen like that, super, super good in that movie. Highly recommend it. You would like it. Oh, that might be too jarring for him, I think. I think like, uh, no, I think there's one scene in it, nah. man. I've I haven't seen It's supposed to show anything yeah, I haven't seen anything like that in any movie before. No, nah, it's the most violent scene I've ever seen. Yeah. But it's a good movie. Yeah. That's Aussie film. Oh yeah. Really good. Um what did that lady do before it? Is that the lady that did the Babadook? Yes. You sure? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, Babadook. All right. Uh, in June 2020, some controversy has arose about the portrayal of Sherlock Holmes. Here you go. Mm. As being too caring and empathetic in the film, uh, Conan, uh, the Arthur Conan Doyle estate is suing Netflix and Nancy Springer uh, for copyright infringement as the source materials, as the source stories are not yet in the public domain. In their suit filed in a New Mexico court, they explained the copyright infringements arises from defendant authority unauthorized copying of original creative expression by uh, Doyle in copyrighted Sherlock Holmes stories. I don't know what the fuck all that meant, but uh, pretty much they're saying that she the Doyle used, estate what is she used Sherlock without permission, basically. Yeah, that's pretty fun. much. That's, yeah. It wasn't in the public domain yet, which it's really weird how it's not in the public domain yet. Is it 100 years? Is that what it takes? It feels like it, it feels like this. It gets interpreted so much that it has to be in the public domain. And right. How, how did the other Sherlock Holmes movies and TV shows pass? I don't know. So they must have gotten permission from the estate or paid them. Yeah. But the, the, the just the weird thing about it is that isn't there a, a set amount of years before something goes public? 
like a public domain? No, there's, there is That's there a is a set amount of years, but there's also I feel like you can own the rights to something no matter how old it is as well. Right. So yeah. no one owns the rights to all the classic fairy tales and things like that. That's why that's why people can keep interpreting, you know, so like the your Pinocchios and your your stories like that. So and, your Grim Tales, and yeah. Stuff. That, but that because they never got they never got latched onto. But I mean, Batman Batman will never get to that point where he's public domain because no, DC, DC are just going to keep owning the rights to that. You know yeah, what I mean? They're going to keep refreshing the rights. That. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. Right, because I, there was a moment where, like, I remember Disney, they're the reason why the public domain, I know this, this is, like, true. Mm. Disney's the reason why the public domain keeps getting pushed forward. So, for example, it used to be something like 40 years and now it's something like 50 or 60 years. Yeah. And it's because of Disney mm. constantly pushing the, like, no, you know, we want to make it longer, we want to make yeah. it longer. Yeah. I don't know how it works when... There's an estate though, like when the right, like like for, for instance, a story like Catcher in the Rye, which is a classic book, yeah, hasn't been made into a movie yet because um, J.D. Salinger didn't want a movie made of it, mm. but he left the rights to his family, right, when he passed because obviously leaving a lot of money, he kind of just went, look, when I do what you want to make money when I'm gone, but while I live, I don't want anyone making, making a movie. A movie. Yeah. Fair enough. So, and that's, I mean, that that book has got to be getting on now but yet still i don't feel like that's going to pass in the public domain i don't I, there's a lot of complexities with it but i mean while the family is still making dough mm. from just the book alone which it probably won't ever not make money yeah i guess at the end of the day why would they need they can just you know um you know go with the wishes of their yeah their it's, it just it just has to just, do with if the if if the rights are passed on to people sort of thing. Yes. Like obviously Shakespeare's works weren't passed down. No. They are public domain because mm. they were, he didn't give them to anyone. copyright. Yep. Yeah. I, I feel like there's that little window of time before when copyright law became a big thing where things didn't get passed down and the yes. rights were open to people. So I'm mm. guessing that's got a lot to do with it. Mm. It has to. We need a copyright law person here. Yeah, I know. We need, need a lawyer to sit yeah. down with us. Not for too long, just a couple of minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to get bored. Yeah. <laughs> um, the final uh, little thing here, little fact. According to Variety star, Millie Bobby Brown will also produce through her PCMA Productions banner. So she did produce it and she oversaw the project for Legendary. Legendary and Brown have built a strong relationship after the Stranger Things star was tapped to top line Godzilla when she was in the Godzilla film. Mm. Um, so the studio was quick to attach her to um, being a, a yeah. producer. That's okay. the whole reason why. It's not because of just being stra- doing Stranger Things. It's because of her um, involvement with Legendary as well. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, you, you're doing a good job. They seem pretty... Legendary seem pretty keen to grab people and yeah. keep them. They mm. do, yeah. Directors too and things like... Mm. I mean, even you look at something like Godzilla, which both of those movies... I think the first one did well. Yeah. I don't know if the second one did. It did well financially because they're did making it? the third one. Has well, to I guess. Well, they've already made it. They were making it at the same time though. Yeah. Because it was Godzilla it did, versus it, Kong. It did okay. It didn't. Like, it did fine enough. Oh yeah, right. that's the next one, isn't it? Godzilla. I Kong. mean, especially probably in like Japan or something, it would do well. Yeah, it'll take off there. Even though they're kind of like, we don't like your Godzilla. Kaiju. Don't like it Kaiju. at all. Yeah. When, Is that what he no, they, they still call it Gojira. Gojira. Yeah. yeah. What's the Kaiju then? Kaiju was, Kaiju was just, oh, that's yeah. the other one. Just like a large monster, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like a like a almost like a colossal monster. Yeah, which is oh, did you Pacific see that? Rim? 
Yeah, did you see yeah. that big robot they made? For Pacific Rim? No, like in real life, they made a Pacific Rim robot. Uh, and I it, don't know. And they made it kneel. It takes like freaking five minutes for just to go. Like, it's huge. Like, imagine that same size. Yeah. Right? That same size. Like, it's bigger than God. a skyscraper. Man, I'll find it. Keep going. I'll, I'll, oh, I'll find it. Show us after the podcast. <laughs> yeah, this has no relevance <laughs> to anyone listening. You do this all the time. <laughs> anyway... Um, <laughs> Well, that is the end of the facts. Now, I want to just bring along a friend of mine, Mr. Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel Day-Lewis, uh, want to go method with him. Uh, going method with Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh, well, I'll have to interpret everything he says. Thank you. He's shy on podcast. Oh, he's a, he's, a, he's a, the poor bugger. He's too um, busy learning something new. Yeah. Well, he's retired from acting. He, does, he doesn't like to bring this stuff up anymore. That's true. Um, so... In the name of the Father, 1993 movie. Another one I haven't seen. This whole thing has made me realize I haven't seen, seen a lot of Daniel Day-Lewis movies. In the name of the Father is a fantastic movie. I just haven't seen it. I've just never seen it. Um, one a very mentally taxing preparation for this movie. He lost 50 pounds. Wow. Uh, to play the character. And he also spent two days and one night in solitary, solitary confinement. In an abandoned prison Holy where they crap. shot the movie in preparation to get get in the headspace for oh that. Oh my god. <laughs> he's, he's a freak, man. Freak. Fuck freak. that but shit. A, but a good one. That's crazy, man. Just hard worker. We we discussed it. Hard workers understatement. We talked about it. Pure dedication did, from a did, fellow <laughs> Daniel human. If I can put as in as same amount yeah, of dedication. You're, you're the same as him. <laughs> Oh, guys, I don't think I've got enough time watching Ola Holmes this weekend. So busy. I'm cooking a brisket. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you, though. He got it done, though. He got it done. Yeah, you got to give him that. got it done. But he's like, oh, I've got no time. I'm cooking a brisket. Got to check my brisket. Mate, health comes first. Sorry. Oh, my God. Lord Jesus. All right, move on, move on. All right. Um, okay, let's just wrap it up. Um, wrap up my brisket. You got to do Final thoughts. Yeah, final thoughts. Uh, final thoughts. Well, I pretty much said them. I'll do it. It's, I do this every single episode. I enjoyed this movie. And yeah. actually, I'm going to look up my score because I think I balls up my last one. Okay, I got it. So, I'm giving this an 8 out of 10. Why? Because... I- <laughs> Why are you talking so fast? I've never heard you speak that fast before. <laughs> but, I'm giving it an 8 out of 10. Why? This is why. <laughs> Only because I saw Reese's eyeballs pop out of his head. No, because you went eight out of ten, and I went, "What?" Yeah, it's good. I've never heard you speak that quickly ever. You gave Batman Begins a seven out of ten. I didn't really enjoy it the second time. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Um, But it's still a good movie. Like I'm saying, anything over six is a good movie. So, uh, what was I before I was rudely interrupted by these two nerds here? You gave it an 8 out of 10 Because Yeah I know I passed to the biggest man here 40 year old with a PS5 Fuck it hell Yeah Um, 8 out of 10 Yeah look I uh, I think it's I think it's shot really well I didn't mind the story Um, Acting is Was great Um, Keen to see our next movie I hope it succeeds And uh, Yeah I I just thought it was fun It's a good movie I could probably watch it again Mm. Um yeah, I was thinking about a seven, but I thought, nah, I think it's better than that. Wow. Yeah, and it's a good, for me, it's a good opener to uh, a potential, you know, good selling series. Yeah. Fair enough, if it's something you enjoyed that much. Yeah. 
I love how your reviews almost, your final thoughts, I could almost put them in a tweet. Yeah, nice and concise. They're like acting, good, liked story, 8 out of 10. <laughs> That's it. Secretly, I'm, a, I'm an Android, so yeah. AI. 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 Yeah. Just learning. Trying to find the efficient I will give you to... credit though and say that his sentences were more joined than what you just did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, of course. Thanks, Declan. This bumbling idiot wow. is happy. <laughs> No, I just like like I'm saying it could be a tweet. I'm just kidding. I know, I know. It could be a tweet, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's gonna be a fight here, fellas. Better better yet, we should just tweet it sometimes. (laughs) It would work well. Daniel's review. I'm not not much of a talker. I'm just a a layman here, just watching movies, enjoying himself. I like that. That's it. Cooking his brisket. Cooking his brisket. Brisket. Yeah, fucking twelve hours long. For a 2.7 kilo brisket. Nearly as big as my dong. All right, Declan. Holy shit. <laughs> Follow that. <laughs> this is into the stratosphere now. Where's my water? Um, yeah, this movie, like I said, this movie is fine. I almost feel kind of ambivalent towards it. Yeah. Ambivalent? Yeah. I'm going to have to Google that one. Non- <laughs> just nonchalant. Yeah. Just yeah um it's nice it's a nice i just yeah i think that i'm more i'm interested in what comes next further yeah for this this franchise yeah you you can see that philosopher's stone concept you can see that it's just the base Hmm. the structure the base has been laid the foundation has been laid yeah found and like is you know does it get more intense and uh, it's, it kind of does feel like it's, uh, maybe it's just because we've just recently finished it, but it does feel like they're they're going to try and do a bit of a Harry Potter template kind of thing here. And It'd be sick. If yeah, make some lighthearted, it, make some lighthearted feel? table setting stuff, and then because mm. I would like to see, I would like to see Cavill get to do more yeah. in the future. Yeah, movies too. yeah. So you're paying him enough to be in there. Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> true. His acting chops. Because I, I, I would like to see him and Millie Bobby Brown bouncing off each other, mm, kind of like more. a Batman and Robin kind of. Setup. Yeah, yeah. That would be interesting. Yeah, I'd pay for that. Yeah, yeah. I think they're a good pair up. Yeah, together though, like you don't see them enough in this together. You That's see like, two thing. scenes, yeah. and it, and it's more just like you got to remember it's a first movie, and they don't yeah. really connect until the last scene they're in together. Really, mm. so yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, I like the movie. Um, it's not something I'd watch. Can I predict your score as well before you say all it? the time? You sure? Like, so keep going. I'll uh, predict Fine. the score. Um, <laughs> as long as it's say point two fives or point fives. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right, right. Come on. yeah. Um I you know, I like I like the movie. I think it's good it's it's definitely good for probably teenagers, like young teenagers. It's sits nicely in that opening. Yeah. You no, know, ten to thirteen type of thing. Uh but yeah, I ten ten's not a teenager. Yes it is. No. Ten is a teenager. That's no, not. What was it thirteen just a teenager? Yeah, I think so. But Isn't in their teens. What is the what is let's consult the Declan book? What's the what's the oh, would it be thirteen? It has to say I'd teen. say you like yeah, fourteen. I'd say teenagers. You're like 14. thirteen to seventeen kind of thing. Yeah. So you have to say teen. Is that the reason why they're called a teenager? Yeah. Did I just learn I something that yeah. I never knew in my life? I actually, just I that is fucking. Crazy. I didn't jump in because I thought you might have already known that. Yeah. I did not know yeah, that. That's you did, why it's a you teenager. Just, you just did a Daniel, my friend. I know. I learned something that yeah. should have just been you known. Now, I feel like when you go to when you go to high school, high school, you're a teenager. Teenager. Yeah. So that's why it's okay. I get it. I knew that. Fucking hell. Le- legit learned something. Yeah, even this 40-year-old knew that, man, mate. Wow. 
Well, I think it sits just below teenager then to like early teenager. It's young adult. Is yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. it's kind of like, yeah. 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 Like even like, how old, how old is your son, Dan? Nine. So that's perfect age. I think it was just a bit above his head. So yeah. It, well, even then, but I think that he, he did he enjoy it? So I'd say yeah, that that means that works. it sits nicely. Yeah, it's fine. It's from like days. nine to like maybe 13, 14. Yeah. And I mean, it's a well-shot movie, good story. Yeah. Uh, but it's just not my cup of tea. So as a, as a film for me, oh, no, uh, this is mediocre. Yeah. Very mediocre. So I'd give, I'm giving it ah! a... Go ahead. break. I reckon you're going to give it a six. I would have ten. said six as well. Well, that's, that's, I was going to say six. <laughs> Well played. Yes. Yeah. No, I, but I liked it. Yeah. I liked it, but it's just not a movie I'd watch all the time. I'm, I, as Declan said, I, I'm more interested in what yeah, the they do in the future. Yeah. Because I think it's going to just ramp up. Oh, hopefully it does. Hopefully it doesn't get so soft. Mm. It continues. It grows with them would be nice. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap this up. Um, we just did a review on Enola Holmes. You've been listening to Spoil Radio. I'm Reese. This is Dan. Thanks for listening. I'm a, oh, what's that, Lestrade? Oh, Anola's already said goodbye before I could. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good one. I'll give you that one. Oh, yeah. I'll that was a good one. <laughs> and you have a good week. Respect.